Whether you're a pistachio purist who loves the experience of cracking them open or you love the convenience of no-shell pistachios like myself, Wonderful Pistachios is the perfect healthy snack for when hunger strikes. And there are a bunch of tasty flavors to choose from too, like honey roasted, smoky barbecue, jalapeno lime, and more. Wonderful Pistachios is one of the highest protein nuts. Each one ounce serving has six grams of protein, giving you over 10% of your daily value. Visit wonderfulpistachios.com to learn more. Okay, so we get in the locker room. So, yeah, so Brandon, Brandon come up. You know, he... he... <laughs> let, him, let him breathe. Let him know. Oh, let him know so, what he did. So, so... <laughs> so, Brandon come up. He he in his towel. And it's like, he, he like, yo, you know, this shit, right? And I'm like, I'm like... You got a towel, man. What are you doing? Like... This ain't the right timing for all of that. This fool gonna take all the towel, <laughs> throw it at me. <laughs> he butt naked, man. Yeah, I'm like, bro, I'm like, bro. Nah, bro. Bro, what is you doing? We had to fight to get a meal. Yeah, wrongfully accused. We had to fight to get a pill. That's why we right to get a deal. He on the team, he gotta eat, you know. Despite the skills, fat. Keep it riding for the fam. You gotta light the wig and wheel straight up. But in the past, bad. Work up in the trash bag. I'll pass a lot to take the test before I. Past class, yeah, and my family needed bread. I had to come correct. That's why I keep airing it out like I just passed gas. Week six parlay. Here's the three teams. I am athlete. We we let everybody pick. It's Dallas at New England. That's a for sure bet. Kansas City at Washington. That's a for sure bet. And Green Bay at Chicago. That's a for sure bet. Any pushback? Green Bay, Chicago, Kansas City, Washington, Dallas, New England. Traditional. Definitely. You know, any any opinions there? No, Good. It's more common sense than anything. That's common sense. Anybody fight bad against that? Just all just, road teams. Yeah. Dallas on the road. Kansas City on the road. Green Bay on the road. Rito, da- Dallas at New England. With, with your dude Bill Belichick, he gonna he'll figure out something, right? That's not my guy. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> Whoa. That's not my guy. No, that's not my guy. Y'all won the Super Bowl together. We won. We won Super Bowl 49, but you know, that's not that's not my guy. Do you shave yeah. your balls? Do you like trim? Whoa. No, like manscape, bro. Here, do you shave your balls since we're on this topic? Nah. You don't trim, bro? Nah, but. Thank Why you for you the manscape. So I feel like, man, we need to shave. I mean, I'd be awkward in the shower. No, I don't know how to really shave. Like, no, that's new to me. Like so yeah, I'd be in the shower sometimes like this. <laughs> hey, that's, that's rookie. How you yeah. shave? You go front to back. You don't, fr- like, front to back. Oh, y'all gotta teach me. How do you suggest we teach you? Are you a visual learner? Well, I mean, what, what, what is? Right, how you going too far? <laughs> I'm just, you asked us. I'm just making sure I'm not a visual learner. Look at you. Manscaped, promo code athlete. What's the difference between the two? Why is Rex your guy, Bill, why he ain't your guy? It's just, it's two different coaching philosophies. And, uh, you know, Rex is a little bit more loose. You know, he like dogs. He wants you to go out there and play hard, run into a wall. That's fine. But, you know, it's a lot of of, uh, news going on right now with Bill in terms of him and Mr. Kraft. And there's a lot of stuff surfacing right now, but at the end of the day, um, the way that he run his ship is a little bit different. But I do give him credit, you know, for, for winning so many Super Bowls and, and, and um, having the longevity to do it. If you look at Tom right now, he's having the best time of his, year, of, of his career because he's in Tampa, he's down there um, having a great time. And... When you play with the New England Patriots, it's a lot of pressure every time you walk in the door because it's a lot of tension. Um, it's a lot of noise going on in the background where how, how the team is ran is uh, it's, it's the unknown. You just don't know. You don't know what Mr. Kraft's doing. You don't know what Bill's doing. Um, you just don't know. And it's a lot of if you get into the, 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 the flake gate, you know, the spy gate and those things, um, People can look at that as cheating, you know, in a sense. So it's tough. Did, did, did you enjoy your time now? No. 
I did not. <laughs> bro, you won a damn Super Bowl, yeah, like, bro. Yeah, would nah, you do it again? You, you didn't enjoy know, that time. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm happy for, for the grind and the hustle of winning Super Bowl 49. But, you know, waking up every day and, you know, walking into the, to the facility and having to deal with detention, you know, you see why they, 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 they've been to 10 Super Bowls. You see the hustle and the grind of it. But at the end of the day, there's other philosophies to win. And it doesn't have to be that way. I mean, you got 32 teams with 32 coaches. Um, some are, are, are tense. Some uh, look at things another way. And there's different philosophies to win the game. And when you deal, when you deal with the things up there, it's, it's, it's a little bit strenuous. And nobody likes it in the locker room. That's, that's being honest. Nobody. Nobody likes it. So... But are, are you are you substituting, you know, walking in there tense every day? You, you substituting, you know, winning games, and that's what they, that's what they sell. They sell winning games up there. That's what they do. It works. I only I only know Cincinnati. Yeah. Obviously, in the way we did things, obviously it was a, a much looser environment. Yeah. So I've never been to the Army, never been to the Marines. But if I had to explain to people what it's like <laughs> to play for the Patriots, it's very militant. Yeah. That's it. On time, you know, discipline. He has one way of doing things, and his way is always one. So that's what it was. Everybody's expendable, right. except that one chess piece, and that's 12. And I, obviously now, now since 12 has been going, I think, what, two years now, right? right? And we see wherever he goes, they consistently win. So now things aren't going as well. So who's the master chess piece at New England? Was it Bill or was it Tom? TB12. Ooh. I would say TB12. That was a steal for Bill Belichick and the Patriots to draft him in the sixth round. Nobody never knew that Tom was going to win these many, uh, these championships. But you got to look at the hustle with Tom. Tom is one of the most competitive, you know, players on that field. And, and he, knows, he knows how to move chess pieces on the board. To answer the question, it's TB12, 100%. It's the way that, it's the way that he knows how to run that offense in and out. Now, in hindsight, you got to respect Bill as well. It's his, it's his philosophy. It's the way how he wanted to run. How you, how you mean to tell me they, they can drive up and down the field throwing out routes in the ball to the backs and be successful doing it? So it, it works. You, you found, the, you found the, the one chess piece. You found the, the franchise guy that is able to do that for you. I believe it's both. I ain't Fred T, 55-50. I'm 50-50. For me, it's both of them. Bill found him. Bill was also the one coming at 5 in the morning and staying till 11 at night, right? Game planning, you know, strategizing. Hey, here's the tendencies of the week, right? Every time this receiver put the right foot up, this was happening. I mean, obviously, there was other people involved. So, for me, it should have never came to an end until Tom Brady said, you know what? I'm signing my ticket to retirement. Where is we going to start, you know, ourselves start really giving the, the players a lot more respect? Mm. You know, we got to go out there every Sunday, every Monday night, every Thursday right. to put on that, that uniform and go out there. We, we know more things than even some of the coaches. We know more than yes. some of the execs of how, how you know how I can meet Chad by the TV right now in a matter of three seconds. It's, it's angles. It's, it's right. mathematics. It's things that, that we, 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 are, we study body language. We study... We have a doctrine in that, even though we didn't go to, to universities and things and such. You know what I'm saying? So at the end of the day, I'm not, I'm not taking no credit from, from Bill Belichick and the coaching staff or whatnot, but there has to be a lot more respect towards, you know, the players' craftsmanship of who we are. Right. You know, I don't want to call nobody out, but I played with a bunch of them, and you picked off a bunch of them. Right. I played with a bunch of uh, quarterbacks in Miami. If you give a Chad Henney or a Cleo Lemon or a Gus so Ferrari. He said I ain't going to call him out, but then he or, called him out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to call him out because they ruined my career. I got to want to see just <laughs> So, no, no, no. I call him out. A Trent Green. Right. All these people. Dante Culpepper and all that. If you give those guys to Bill Belichick, they do not go to 10 Super Bowls. And I think that's what Reed's saying. Like, you have knowledge, but knowledge has to be translated on the field. And Brady was the only one that could translate that on the field, bro. No. Without Tom Brady, Bill Belichick won't be Bill Belichick. Without Bill Belichick, Tom Brady won't be 
Tom Brady. Tom Brady goes to Philly with Andy Reid. Whoa, 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 whoa. It ain't six Super Bowls. Tom Brady goes he ain't to Philly goal. with Andy he, Reid. He wins two Super Bowls, but, probably, maybe. You can't speak hypotheticals when there's a fact on what he just did. He left New England, went to Tampa Bay, and did what his first year, which is unheard of unless you're on video game. Okay, so but let's not let's that's, not let's not forget about who new system Ty Bowles. That defense, that defense. Look what that defense did against Drew Brees. Look what that defense did against Aaron Rodgers. Look what that defense did against Patrick Mahomes in the Super Bowl. So there was more to it than just Tom Brady now. That offense didn't get going until week 11, week 12, if we're going to be honest now. So I hear what you're saying as far as he went there and won. But at the end of the day, yeah, he would have won two Super Bowls. Look at the pieces of the New England Patriots every year. Right. Tom was there 20 years, right? Yep, the pieces yep. to that motherfucking puzzle changed consistently year in, year out. Right. What one piece never changed, but they kept winning? Tom. That one piece never changed. That's right. And it always equal winning no matter what the they put around him. Right. So what's the reason for the winning? Because Bill, uh, Bill Belichick's oh, smart. No, hey, hey Reed, Reed, hey, Reed, let me go Reed, here. Reed, 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 Reed come in talking about he wants 16 million. What, what, what did he say to you? He said, what? I'm going to give you 14. No way I'm paying you more than Tom Brady. He know. Bill know what he had. Let's get into that, too, Go ahead. Well. Let's get into, into it. Into the contrast. That's why one of the reasons why the, the relationship is, is a little bit severed between Tom and Bill because he's – he actually messed up the market, the quarterback market, in terms of being underpaid. Facts. And he was, he's, he's been pissed off about that for a very long time. So Bill had a cap on him in, ter- in terms of him being underpaid. So I thought it was him doing that to be able to put the people around him to make the team better. That wasn't nah. Who was Bill putting around? Randy. What I mean, you, I mean, I mean we got to go, go back. You can go back. You can go back. That was the start of it. Right. right. No, go right. ahead. Right. Go ahead, though. That was the start right. of it. They drafted. Gronk. You had Aaron, <coughs> Wes, but you got to go be puppies. Going, yeah. All puppies. But, but what happened? What happened when Randy said he wanted the ball more? Yeah, he was out of there, and, and that's one of the greatest receivers ever playing the game. Yeah. So you looking at how are you easy? How how is it so much easy for you to just release him and cut him? Because and, that one piece I just talked about, and I just right. said it. Everybody was expendable. Right. Yeah. Everybody. The reason why I had a safety blanket when I went there is because I didn't want I didn't want Bill to have a lot of control. So I I made sure you know my one year deal was guaranteed. So you gotta you know if you're trying to you know make the right strategic moves in your career, when you actually going up there, it's it's a little bit different now. So you got to be on your p's and q's if you're gonna if you're gonna sign so, a deal with the Patriots. You know, going back to when you were first drafted. The chess moves that you made, like LeBron, right? Tom Brady's like, let me, maybe not Tom, strategically move this or do that. Just hearing you talk about that, you know, when you entered the league, you were considered like a mercenary, yeah. right? How did that feel? Because like even what you just said, like I, I made sure my one-year deal was guaranteed, yeah. right? You always made those moves. Where did right. that come from? Uh, just really knowing my worth, knowing your value. You know, I had, a, you know, I had my agents, I had my team, but um, it's just more so just trying to think outside the box and trying to be innovative as best, best I could. Um, and it took a lot of strategy, you know, and I took a lot of risks. Like, there's no way for me to, you know, go to Tampa Bay. I didn't like, I didn't like going to Tampa, you know, because I knew they played a cover two shell. That's not my... That's not my MO. That's not my forte. That's, I'm, I'm more of an in-your-face, you know, man-to-man coverage guy. I was a little, I was a little, you know, my, my emotions was all over the place in terms of, you know, trying to make that transition and knowing going to a team that they play cover two shell. And, you know, ownership is really stuck on um, the Glazer family, they really stuck on, you know, cover two shell because they, they won the Super Bowl Chucky, yeah. with, with, with Derrick Brooks and them. Right. Mm-hmm. So I knew I was there just, you know, being leased, you know, and well, I remember. Why did you make that move? It wasn't really my move. It was actually the Jets, the, uh, the New York Jets uh, chess move in, in terms of me, you know, my, I had an ACL. I was just coming off of ACL. So at the end of the day, um, it, it was it was kind of war between me and them at the, at the, at the uh, negotiation table for so the last two. When, when, when did it click? 
Cause you, cause th- this whole this whole thing about the strategic moves and you saying I'm I gotta lock in and all. Did you have that out of college? When did it click that this is a business? Bro, it's no it's no kid at 18 years old that knows that Tam- Tampa runs a two shell and I'm not a cover two cornerback. Like, bro, you let me know if I'm wrong. When did it click that you knew that I can control my career? I was having a conversation with Prime, like probably about three weeks ago. You know, he was just like, look, man, like, I'm proud of you, you know what I'm saying? Because you modeled your game after me. You've done so much for me, Prime, in terms of me trying to, it's almost kind of like Kobe trying to be Jordan. And I'm not saying I'm in any of those two, you, you know, air, but what I'm trying to say is, you know, I tried to make every move that, some some of the moves that Prime made, you know, him going to, him going to the 49ers, him going to the Cowboys. So one of my plays was, you know, going to to uh, New England to win, that. to win it because I knew that was the only chance for me to win it. So what I'm trying to figure out is, were you studying who the GMs were, what their goals were, and how to position yourself that way? I think a lot of players don't really realize that free agency is your best friend. That's where That's where all the money is. So... Yes, we have relationships with certain people, um, but that's built over time. But this is the difference for those that are listening, those that play defensive back. Understanding the skill set and the DNA and the leverage he had to be able to pull that off. Everybody's not built like that or won't have that same mold or DNA to be able to pull off the leverage and hidden free agency. Some of those is, is... is built over time. I think Mike Tannenbaum, he used to walk in, in the hallway. So I was that type of person that I was just going to say what's up and then just build a relationship over time. Now, is that with every team? No, because when free agent hits, you know, you got to make a move fast. But the leverage comes with that as well. And that's what I was saying, like, to the athletes now today. Free, ag- free agency is your best friend. You know, you can you can go in free agency. You know, I know everybody wants to sometimes t- stay with their hometown team and do this, but free agency is is where is where the uh, the jackpot is. Now, was that your goal? Was your goal to to build a, a mound of wealth coming into the league, or was it to win a Super Bowl? Was it to be a Pro Bowler? I mean, did anything stick out further than the other in terms of goals? I don't think I realized that until after I started, we started working on my second deal. One of our, one of our negotiations uh, for my second deal, um, there was no agents and no GM. So we had to do it in the hangar down here at Fort Lauderdale Airport because well, what you mean, there was no agents or, or GM. There's no representation on my end with my agents. And then um, it was it was still made it in negotiation. So and, and the GM and my agent was button heads. Right. So, you know, we I had to go. <laughs> I had to meet, you know, uh, Mr. Johnson. And uh, it was me, Mr. Johnson. Um, uh, Rex, <laughs> you talking about you talking about Johnson and Johnson, Mr. Johnson, the, the goals yeah. man. You talking about the goals man? I'm just gotta make a breeze. Just yeah. letting you know that's the Johnson so, and Johnson. We had to, you know, it was still made it at, at the negotiation table. So we just had to, we had to meet in the hangar, and um, I mean, it was like like you in the movie. D, 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 real, you backed your private jet up here. <laughs> this, I need to say, I, bro. This this blew my mind. And Mr. Johnson and Johnson, God's man, uh, Vaseline, he backed his plane up here, and y'all met in the hangar. I didn't like. I you wish, need to explain that to I me. I wish I had a private jet. To be honest, <laughs> that's not my call. <laughs> it's just me showing up and and us really hashing the numbers out. In the movie American Made with Barry Steele, <laughs> they met in the hangar. You remember the hangar with the FBI agent? Schroeder? That sound like that. No, that was real life. Chef Lowe. How you doing, brother? How you doing? How you doing? So what we got tonight, we got a little Indian cuisine tonight. We're dealing with a tikka masala butter chicken. Oh, with jasmine saffron rice topped with a little coconut, sweetened coconut. It's a representation of what Bermuda's like. So it's a big mixing pot, similar to Miami, 
And that's the influence for tonight. Is is this chicken? That's chicken. I need to know that it's, it's like real cluck, cluck chicken. chicken. Yeah. Thank you. Are you Ocho? I'm I'm not into the the fake chicken. But like what, the, are you Ocho or are you science? The funny thing is, is that I think Ocho is actually more science than science itself because he questions. That's what science is supposed to be, is questioning. Mm. It's not supposed to be authority. I said this at the jump. I think Ocho <laughs> is actually being more of a scientist than a lot of people who believe in so science. So you approve You're of this donut? To- Do you appro- approve of this Krispy Kreme donut that he had right now? You approve of that? Your science. That's see, that's not science is questioning. Okay. Science isn't a, a mode of being. Okay. Right? It's questioning. He questions. So I guess what I'm saying is is that whether we're talking about milk, right, or whether we're talking about fake meat, right, there's still a lot of marketing pushing behind either one. Right. One hundred percent. Milk ain't good for you. I mean, you tell me. When you, when you when you when you drink milk, do you get the bubbly guts? No. When I was young, tell in me. junior high, right? Tell me. You know, you get a little lunch at tater tots. Mm-hmm. You get the milk mm-hmm. and a little square pizza, a rectangle pizza. Right. And you say, drink your milk. It's good for your bones. Right. You ever broke a bone? I have. I haven't. I've never been hurt. You different. You know why? Because I drink milk. Ocho, milk, milk, God made milk for baby cows. Are you a baby cow? No, you're not. You're not a baby cow. <laughs> he got a baby on the way, right? So, your baby, your young Ochalita. Ochata. Ochata. <laughs> Ochata is gonna drink the milk from her mother. No. No. She's not? No. Out the womb, she's drinking. She's drinking baby. She's drinking baby cow milk. My other eighty-five kids had baby cow milk. What's your What's your What's your thoughts on on uh, how we approach our plate? How we approach food? You know, you had your own experience around. I want to make money off of it. It's the same reason why, like capitalism. You know, the same thing. The same price for insulin. The same price of a burger is the same, but insulin costs a lot more. You 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 don't get it. You don't get how backwards that is. We care about health. And everybody living right. and eating right. So if you, go, if you go to Asia, let's go, go to there? the let's go to the Asia. Let's go to Why the are islands. I'm speaking hypothetically. I'm not no. going to Asia. I don't have a passport. We're talking about capitalism. <laughs> well, you ain't got a passport. You got a passport. I'm on probation. No, no, no. You ain't no, no damn probation. Bottom line is money. Facts. That's Facts. it. Facts. That's what it's always been. That's right. And everything. That's right. They don't really give a fuck about right. eating healthy. I got to ask Reva something because you talked about prime. Prime and sorry, B, I gotta give Ocho a little bit more love. They marketed themselves. Ocho with the with the Hall of Fame jacket, with the all the stuff he did, he marketed himself. I I don't wanna say you were prime. But bro, it was about a five-year period when I was in the league that quarterbacks didn't look your way. Cause you have marketed yourself better. Today, you got kids and all that. Do you think you marketed yourself correctly when you were the top dog in the league? I think I tried to do the best I, I could, but playing in the market in New York City, it, it helps, you know. Um, I just tried to do the best I could, you know, what I, what, what I could. And, and one of the things was, was Revis Island. So um, that caught on and it just took off. It's almost like you're in Gotham City, but, you know, if, if I'm the superhero of Gotham City, any receiver coming in town, I so got to So why did you dance, one. though? But he sh- you should have danced, bro. You should have done something. No, I'm not, a, I'm not a great dancer. Not a dance, but just something like that. Like you're saying, I, I, believe, I believe personally you could have capitalized on Reavers Island. Bro, you could have draw. you could have had, you could have had wrist tape that had an island on it that said Revis. Like, you could have. But, but, Ocho, think about that. If you walk if you walk out there and on both his wrist tapes, he got he got a circle that say Revis on it and you line up in front of it. He, he was in the New York market. It's the biggest market in football. So he really didn't have to do much. He didn't have to do much. Just ball. Just ball. And that's all that's he did. That's what he did. Ball. Sound like a creative player, man. Wrist tape. <laughs> <laughs> tape all the way to the- No. You came up with the name? It was in an interview. So I just, I, I kind of said, like, you know, I feel like I'm on the island. And then it kind of like, you know, New York Times, they took. Co- co- correct. Yeah, they took Front off with it, all that stuff. So it kind of, it kind of like sprouted that way. Right. And it worked that way. So, right. Yeah, yeah. I, I feel like there's a lot of people that try to become that. Um, Josh Norman, 
Richard Sherman, even Jalen. Jalen's kind of just built like that. He, he That's just who he is, on the field, off the field. But those dudes had to curate their image outside of Jalen because I truly believe that's who Jalen is, even like Richard Sherman. But, like, the talk, I got to build my brand, I got to do this. Opposite was you just went out there and balled, right, in the biggest media market, and it kind of morphed into a something. That's all you had to do. And both of y'all know he balled because he locked, he locked both of y'all down. Think, well, let's talk about it. I think it's different even that. I know we play around about getting shut down, you, pick whatever. But I don't think people at home, and this is the first time we've been together, and I get to talk about it. That 2009 season, do I got chills. That 2009 season will never, ever, ever be replicated. That's impossible. Me, zero. Anyway, I got my cleats with me, too, because I want my back. (laughs) (laughs) Steve Smith. T.O. twice. Calvin Johnson. Was it Randy Moss, too? Randy Moss, twice. I don't think you was that prepared that game. No. How you doing? Oh! I just really don't. I don't think you was prepared. Wait, which one? The first one or the second one? Both. The first one, I slipped in the ice over there. That was some bullshit. Y'all don't have no heaters, all that money y'all got? <laughs> Underneath the field? Oh, Joe, you saying you making excuses. Yeah, 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 yeah. Reese seemed like he just locked, he, he just choked your ass to death. Nah, I, it, it wasn't none of that. Pass it just for yeah, me. Did you choke him to death? No. I don't like to get tough. I don't like to get tough. You one of the best route runners I ever covered. I studied you. I yeah. studied you a while. For, I tried for, to for study years. too. It ain't work, though. <laughs> sometimes you study for your tests in life. And sometimes, no matter how much you study, you fail. So what you gonna do? This is what happened in my SAT. That's why I went to Langston. <laughs> so I went back and took the SAT again. Let me go watch this motherfucker again. I got this. We go out there, playoff game. Oh, I got this now. We <laughs> back the third quarter. I'm over there in Carson. Man, what's up, man? <laughs> Threw me the ball. Intercepting. God damn! <laughs> like nothing. Went right, and this is that is just one of those moments and one of those players where no matter what you do, right, it just don't go right. But I, but I've been I've been studying you way before that. Remember, it was an off season, and I asked you, I said you drink. You said nah, man. But you were smoking on a cigar. Always. But ah, I, I jot all that down. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I'm not saying that affected your game on Sunday, but I'm 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 I'm, I'm taking notes. I'm taking notes on everything. <laughs> he cheated. He cheated, man. Uh-oh. But I feel like before we before we before we move on, though, I feel like <clears throat> whether you're playing against the Patriots or you're playing against individual, you have an individual matchup. You're playing against greats, so you go into the game thinking like, man, I gotta, I gotta really bring it, and you do a lot, and that's what happens, right? I feel like you psych yourself out I don't when know. you go against uh, those. Did, I, those did teams. I talk? I don't think so. Was I talking normal? You no, know, I think you said something to me one time, like. What did you eat for breakfast or something? I sure did. I was just and I kind of looked at you like, what? Because like, I know. needed you to answer back to throw you off your game just a little bit, just to I get you to converse. But it didn't work. It ain't work. Nothing. None of the mental gymnastics, none of the games that I wanted to play worked. But he got to you. But 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 him? What about him? him? We so, were teammates. Yeah. Channing, we were teammates. And I think he was one of the hardest receivers I, I ever had to cover because of his size and his speed. And um, super intelligent, too, as well. So uh, I just had a hard time with trying to, you know, get through his big body if if he was running a slant because he would just box you out and actually try to, you know, catch the ball. But but I heard you checked his ass early. (laughs) Hey, you talk about a battle. You talk about competition. Like, I mean, this was legendary. This was practice. Yeah. Right. I'm in the prime of my career. He coming off a Super Bowl. And every time we do one-on-one, he will only come up really against me and maybe one other receiver. That's it. But we do one-on-ones in camp, all the cameras out, everybody's around. It's a show. And one day, he banged up. Something's bothering him. And I'm kind of getting the best of him a little bit. Facts. Right? He get hot. Cause I, but I got respect for him because of everything. Like, I was on that list, too. So every day I'm in practice, every day I'm in practice, all I'm thinking about is, what he did to me when I was going against him on Sundays <laughs> every day. Like, we got to get it. If I can't get it as a, you know what I we're going to get it on this practice field. <laughs> right? He chilling, though. We go out there, and I, and, I, and I route him up. 
right? And I go back because I have respect for him. Like, he, 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 I got you on that one, dog. But out of love, like, just me and him. The very next play, I line up. Sid, hut, 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 hut. He just, he ain't move. He just slapped me in my head. Bam! <laughs> Bro, I'm running. I'm, I'm literally running down the field. The ball's thrown. I'm just like, my helmet sideways. I'm like, I think I got a concussion. Bro, after that, I'm talking about for the next two hours, all we did was fought. He was determined. He was determined that day. Like, he was like, I'm, we going that, whatever, right. We, we talking trash out of the huddle. Like, in the huddle, out of the huddle. So I'm like, I'm, I'm telling the other corner, look, I got him. Yeah, I'm following him in, in practice. practice. Yeah, I'm in practice, right? I'm like, I don't even be doing that. You be chilling. So I'm like, I'm, so he like, no, nah, come on, line up. Bring. So we going. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. With the Internet's best converting checkout, 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms, Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers. In fact, Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash podcast free. All lowercase, shopify.com slash podcast free, shopify.com slash podcast free at it left and right and uh you know his his wife was there too it was it was fan day so it, it was a lot going on it was a lot of tension and uh he got me he got me on he got me on uh it was, it was only a couple routes no no you took it you took it to the house the one where you you ran out and then you came slipped back inside right on the, like a like a post it was nice it was nice he got me and then he ran it all the way in. So I was like, okay. It's, I took the L for the day. I took the L for the day. And, and I want to add some on to, to our battle we had. Because, you know, we, we, from, we, from the, we from the 412. We from Pittsburgh. And forgiveness can be, you know, uh, an antidote, you know, to clear the smoke. Right. And, you know, man, as a brother, man, I just want to say, you know, I didn't handle that in the best situation. You know, and I, you know, I apologize to that you on here, man, that you approached me another way and how, how, how it gone. Right. It, it was more so of me being, you know, super competitive. Uh, it was it was it was it was good to finally, you know, have people come to New York and actually want to play in New York City right. because it was it was some tough times, man. We wasn't we wasn't always the best. We and, and we was barely uh, scratching the surface of 500. So, right. uh, you know, for me, man, it, it was a lot of pressure on me. You know what I'm saying? Of always trying to, even the organization. You know, put hey, you gotta you gotta shut Brandon Marshall down or we gonna lose. And it's like, come on, man. You double him or something or do something else. Yeah. Don't. But because last, it's going to take years off my body. Right, right. Right. But that really hurt our relationship that day. It did. It did. You know what I mean? And, and so, like, years went by, and we never talked. Right. And then we ran into each other, like, yo, what's up? What's going on? And it was, you know what I mean? We never really talked about it. So I appreciate that. Who was the bigger man? Well, we we'll to talk about the locker room. Go ahead. Talk about the locker room. I ain't trying to be. Oh, there you go. Look, he said, I come he in, said you was the problem. I come in. Just... I come in. I take a shower. Hold on. You making all these chips with I am podcast. You doing your thing, right? <laughs> Let me tell the story. <laughs> okay, so we get in the locker room. So we, I'm at my, you know, you're at your locker, thinking about to get in the shower, figure it out. So the PR comes up and they like, they like, yo, Brandon just got done speaking to the media. They want to talk to you about the battle and what happened. 
I'm like, for what? I'm like, what for? Like, you know, it, it was practice. Like, it's been a million fights out here. Like, what, like, what's up with this one? So I go out there and do it. I come back in. So Brandon, Brandon come up. You know, he, he. <laughs> let him, let him breathe. Let him know. Oh, no. Let him so, know what he did. So, so, <laughs> so Brandon come up. He, he in his towel. And it's like, he, he like, yo, you know, this shit, right? And I'm like, I'm like, you got a towel on, what is you doing? Like, this ain't the right timing for all of that. So I'm like, so I kind of brushed it out, like, nah, 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 like. Bruh, that's not what he said. Go ahead, yeah, yeah, yeah. Kinda. Yeah. This fool gonna take all the towel, throw it at me. <laughs> he butt naked? Man, yeah, I'm like, bruh, I'm like, bruh. Nah, bruh. Bruh, what is you doing? So, so somebody grabbed him. Yeah, you know, yeah they did. No, no, it wasn't that like that. Somebody grabbed him, somebody stepped in front of me. Yeah. Just for, so we couldn't, it, you know, it wasn't no, was no scrap. But I'm like, bro, see what I'm saying? See what I'm saying? See what I'm saying? No. Fair, look. Bro, you know, can I Fair. tell my side of the story? He took, he took the towel. Can I tell my side of the story? You want the ring? So, listen, I have two two towels on. Took a shower. Who boom, take, boom. Who puts two towels on? Boom, boom, and I have one over my shoulder, right? That's how, because when I get to my locker, I put that one down, put my feet on it, right? I'm rocking and rolling. So I walk up to Reeve with one towel on my waist, yeah. one towel over my shoulder. I walk up to him like, bro, you know, it's all love, bro. You know, I respect you. So I do that to Reeve, and it's what Reeve did to me. He was like this. Yeah, I'm like, bro, like that's what Reeve did to me. Princess Diane. Bro, bro, I didn't do that. I just said. I said, damn, come up here trying to, so, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's love. That's what you, how you going to treat me? That's what happened. And so did, that, did that, you, okay, did, but he, but, did he pull the as he back, no, no. I'm out my I heard the story. No, no, bro. When the I tell you, you get the towel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But the towel on your shoulder. Yeah, pause, pause, bro. You got mad. And you turned it, pause. And pulled the dick out on him. How y'all was doing it in New York? The hell y'all got going on in the Big Apple, man? The Big Apple. In this debate, who's your X, who's your Z? You talked about he's the best route runner. You said I was one of the toughest Well, then obviously receivers. that answers your question right there. Okay, let's let him talk about it. I'm just Be saying. real, though. Let's end this debate. Who, who the dog? That's all you need to say. Who would you rather not cover when the game's on the line? Who would I rather not? Not cover. Who is, who, who is the bitch out of them two? Who's the <laughs> End it, bro. You follow Brandon around, right? If they were on the same team, who the fuck would you follow around? Oh, that's a good question. There you go. Nice. There you go. That's a good question. Who would you follow? The dog. The big dog. Mm, I'd probably follow I'd probably follow Chad. And you know what's gonna happen this time? The third time, I'ma beat it's on. Third time. Listen, Bruh. let me tell you. What I happened. had a better game against huh? you than you. What? Right? Yeah. That had nothing to do no with it. No, that's brother. disrespect, hey. bro. You crushed me, bro. Wait, no. This Stop. Was, this was, this was. Let me ask you a question. Let me tell you what would happen. I got to get this off my chest. <laughs> no, it's over with. Leave me alone. This is my time. If we were to meet for a third time, three times is a charm. That's what my mama said. And when you stopped me, those other two, she ain't talked to me for like a month. I got my cleats upstairs. It's grass field outside. I just want one release. Just one. I, I need some type of redemption. I just need something good. I just want to feel good about myself because I've been in hole for a decade. <laughs> everywhere I go, everywhere I go, you still on the island? <laughs> I just want to, I'm glad you're here. I can tell you in person, it was a pleasure playing you. You are the best corner because people continue to ask me. He's the best corner I've ever faced, and I haven't recovered. Zero. <laughs> <laughs> PTSD. You see it? Right. Zoom in so you can see the tears coming. Because <laughs> I've been working on this. You feel good. I feel better. Because I, I right, believe it again. Right. I've been holding it in. And we talk about mental health all the time. Right. It has been wearing on me. This is good. I think that's a hug, bro.
Yeah. I respect. I respect. I respect both of them. Yeah, we, 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 no, 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 no. Handshake, hug, not like a yeah. man. No, that's what men do. Like, dude, like, for real, we don't hug, bro. We don't never hug the way he like y'all are both is in Revis's mind. He everybody. He y'all for years. He don't want to hug y'all. Can y'all get pregnant? Reeve, you want you want to make a baby with them? Nah, bro. I pass. You made a baby with them for ten years. All the things. I pass. I pass. How long you been retired? Three years now. Three years. So you got two more years. Are you first ballot? Man, boy, y'all put me on the hot first ballot. Right. Ain't nothing hot about it. That's right. You want me to pull, pull the stats out? How you feel about that, that talk, right? You know, put together my resume. I, I mean, I think it speaks for itself, Thanks. you know. And at the end of the day, I can't just, I can't take all the credit for it. You know, I played in Rex's defense. I played in Ty Bowles' defense. I played in some, you know, some great schemes. I just don't want y'all to think that it wasn't a challenge for me, you know. I think... For me, I was battling something even even bigger of, of trying to just, you know, be the best I can be. And with the with a short period of time that I had, you know, I kind of knew that and I was told that, you know, if I'm going to try to measure myself up to prime or, you know, certain other legends, that is a whole different sacrifice. You've been away from the game for three years. Um, How has the transition been for you? A lot of guys, right? Uh, struggle right, to right. redefine themselves or to figure out who they are outside of the game? The transition was tough for me, to be honest. Like, um, you know, I was diagnosed with PTSD, so um, there's a lot of things. You know, there's a lot of things I didn't do that I'm, that I'm actually partaking in now just for, from the mental health standpoint, you know? Um, you know, I'm partaking in, you know, uh, you know marijuana, certain things that um, you know, you deal with, with chronic pain, um, you know, other things that uh, I'm taking mushroom gummies, trying this thing out where there's, there's, um, it's called Lion's Man, the mushroom. So it, it's just something that, um, you know, research and studying it and uh, it does wonders. You know, it does, it clears, it clears brain fog, it clears certain things. I take Lion's Mane before every show. You do? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I take, yeah, I take Lion's Mane before every show. And I, but I guess... As a part of that, like that's a that's a big question of mine right. for a lot of guys. What what was the diagnosis of PTSD? Was that from the transition of football? Was that from something else outside of football? Was that relational? What where where does that diagnosis come from? And and how do you diagnose something like PTSD? I mean, to be honest, I think you know from speaking to my doctors. Um, it's, it could kind of get in the your doctor can kind of get into therapist too because they try to dig deep on trauma as well you know childhood trauma uh, you know things that you know you grew up dealing with that um, still lingers it still hangs with you and you know I, I think we don't realize that enough that we do deal with a lot it, it, it's kind of like we was like you built to like we were built for tough. Like you, you're not supposed to speak up. And, and, and it's kind of like the LeBron thing: shut up and, and, and dribble. You know, you can use the same slogan for shut up and play football. Right. And I think guys is being a little bit more vocal now about the things that we deal with because you consider soft if you speak up about you know things you deal with internally. So I think for the most part. The more guys speak up on, on these type of issues, and, and we talked about it even off camera before we got on about how impactful that was, you know, for you to speak up about your, your mental situation and, to, you know, being on the podium at, at Miami and speaking up. And I think you were so far ahead of, ahead of your time where you woke a lot of people up, you know what I'm saying, to be honest. So um, I think that's where we are today in sports, where people are, are being more, um, you know, aware of the mental health aspect and it does affect us, man. There's so much pressure, man, to, to go out and run through that tunnel and to actually, you know, hey, you, you playing against 85,000 people and if you don't score a touchdown or make an interception, they don't see the inside, you know, of what we got to deal with when we deal with the coaches and things like that. But the pressure of it itself is, is, is strenuous. It's a lot, you know what I'm saying? If you got to look over your shoulder to know you're going to get released next year or those things are not. So I, I think for the most part, um, you know, I just, just telling you, like, 
childhood trauma. It can be a lot of things that you just dealt with through your life that it just it hangs with you. You know, when you think about, you know, illness, you think about sickness, you think about segmenting it out, you think about communities and uh, mental health, it touched everyone. I mean, we, we joked about your career earnings earlier, but you made a lot of money. You're talking about Revis Allen being in the biggest media market in the world. Like everybody knew who you were, like not just a football player, celebrity, famous. Um, and for you to be sitting here today saying like, no, I, this is what I deal with. This is what I live with. Right. Um, I think that says a lot, you know, how important this conversation is. Yeah. And I think with him saying something, it opened up the door even more. I know we do it. We always have the mental check ins. But to have someone like this, this is that this is one of, if not the best DV to ever play, to sit up here and say and be in a vulnerable state. I got PTSD. I got issues, too. You know, and it's going it's going to help other people be able to say, Vivas could do it. I can. And it's gotten to a point where you guys always talk to now. I want something to say. You know, I want a problem, too. (laughs) <laughs> no, I'm serious. No. Like, I'm at the point, bro. I want something. No, I, I ain't. I want something wrong with me, so I can sit up here and. But but and but maybe maybe there's something that is wrong with you, and maybe you're masking some pain. Like I want to open up and and I want to be able to share some too. Brandon, something you you've highlighted multiple times, and and that I I guess I'll shamelessly plug is that, you know, for the past four years I've been making a documentary about CTE. A part of me going to ask these doctors about that. Um, I also went to go ask an anthropologist named Sebastian Younger, who was a wartime journalist. So he went to war in Afghanistan. And I asked him because I read his book called Tribe. And one of the things that he said in his book, because he got a lot of backlash for him trying to redefine what he believed PTSD to be, because what he believed it to be was not what happened to you at war, but it was the return back to what he called a fractured and soulless society that we can wake up every day after war, we can get paid, we can eat food, we can drink wine, we can do all of these things, we can have nice things, but it doesn't feel like we even deserve it simply because we're not at war anymore, that we actually miss the communal feeling of being at war, that that what PTSD is, is a healthy reaction to just being a guy. It's a healthy reaction to leaving something that feels genuine. Now, football is not war, right? But it's a representation of war. But the thing is, is that it's real to us. Our ACLs tear. My leg is broken twice. We've had concussions. There's plenty of things at risk. So then when we leave that risk and that risk is no longer in our life, there's something missing. There's something missing that we're not putting up at risk every day. And what he said was Sebastian Younger, uh, a a nominated uh, documentarian and wartime journalist, he felt that PTSD was actually a healthy reaction to coming back to men not having to do anything, right? And having nothing meaningful in society and that we can play video games and be applauded. I I agree with everything you're saying. I'm I'm actually happy that I'm not playing (laughs) the the game of football no more. I'm a lover of the sport. I love the game. But... um, just to do something else, to th- have your thoughts on other things out here in life is is more rewarding than anything instead of sitting here and prepping to get ready for Chad or prepping to get ready for him. You think I, this guy's seven inches taller than me. Do you think I really want to <laughs> engage him play by play and, and follow him around uh, the field? No, I do not. But I'm prepped to do it. I'm one of the best in, in my position. He's one of the best in his, and this is what we got to do for the time being because we're under a contract that we signed. But I think that's, uh, that, that implies growth, right. right? I think that's exactly what that is, is that you wanting to do that for a certain amount of time, that shine wears off. And so I think, you know, I commend you on recognizing that because sometimes when people do have troubles with PTSD, it's almost as if they're recognizing that they need to get out, that they need to move on that they need something else to give meaning to their life. So I commend you for that. Uh, Much respect. Much respect. I mean, for everybody out there, you know, we always have these conversations on the show about mental health. Check in with your people, where you at professionally, mental fitness level, and also personally. It's it's an important conversation. And uh, I really appreciate you coming on. 
For sure, man. Appreciate you know, really ending this conversation is debate around, you know, who's the X, who's the Z. You know, I appreciate you showing love to me. I'm who, the X. Who did he say the X was? Ocho's the Z. Who did you say the X? He said I was the X. No, he did not. Oh. Well, we got Pac-Man Jones coming <laughs> on soon. So it's in one of y'all be me. It ain't never in the That's dope, bro. Yeah. Dope, that was dope. good. Remember we was in, uh, we was playing here. We was playing in Miami. Yeah. And you ran that seven route. And I grabbed your your, your, your wrist, and right. you couldn't get your hand. <laughs> <laughs> and you looked at the ref and was like, come on, man. So uh, savvy. Tricks of the trade. Dog, wait, stand up. Where the camera at? Let me show y'all. Let me show, listen to the people at home. All right, go. I'm going to show you why reading is great, right? So at the line, right, the snap of the ball, normally, common sense, the DB always goes for the second move. But this had the patience of Sally Mae. He didn't go nowhere. And then whichever side you chose to go, just go go out that way. He had an arm bar. He was strong, right? He hit that right here. Right here. <laughs> Ain't nothing going on. Lock you up. Remember that shit? For sure. Lock man, just up. like this. Look, look at the little trick. See? <laughs> Y'all, man, watch. I've been, I tried. It ain't work. Much love. Appreciate you. I need one back. Baby, get my cleats. Fight to get a meal. Yeah, wrongfully accused. We had to fight to get a pills. That's why we right to get a deal. He on the team, he gotta eat, you know. Spike the skills, fat. Keep it riding for the fam. You gotta light the wooden wheels straight up. But in the past bag, work up in the trash bag. I'll pass a lot to take the test before I pass class. Yeah, and my family needed bread. I had to come correct. That's why I keep airing it out like I just passed gas. Oh yeah, started from the bottom, but we made the top. Found out with the the longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand.